0: This world is a violent nightmare because of the vicious attacks of an evil spirit being. Learn how the devil is so effective at deceiving the whole world into living his way of lawlessness and destruction. Next, on The Key of David with Gerald Flurry.
1: Greetings, everyone. I'd like to discuss a prophecy in the 12th chapter of Revelation today, the uh, the twelfth chapter of Revelation actually discusses the true Church of God, but also its relation to Satan the devil, which is significant to all of us. And if you look at the book of Revelation, it is primarily written in symbols or a symbolic language, and a woman is a symbol of a Church in many places in the Bible. If you look at Revelation 12 and verse 9, it talks about Satan deceiving the WHOLE WORLD. The WHOLE WORLD, not PART of it, but the WHOLE WORLD. Just let me ask you this question today. How does Satan deceive the WHOLE WORLD? How does he do that? Well, let's begin over in Revelation 12 and verse 1. Verse 1 says, And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with a sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars." Now this is a great beginning for this chapter because it is just talking about the sun and the moon and all of the brilliant LIGHT that God gives only to His Church. Nobody could clothe a Church like this except God, so it IS a Church that is full of LIGHT full of light, and the royalty of God is uh, giving this light to the world. God wants His Church to give LIGHT to the world, REAL light! Not anything that's darkness and CALLED light, but REAL LIGHT! And it also talks about the twelve stars there, but uh, when you think about this light, uh. You you think about the stars and you think about the sun, and you th- think about the moon. When you see a full moon, sometimes it's almost like it's daytime at night. And yet the moon is only light because of its re- reflecting the sun. So God wants us to reflect the sun, the sun of God, and this the uh, the brilliant light. God has a face that shines like the sun in its full strength. So God wants us to shine that way and be a reflection of all of that. Now, as far as the twelve stars are concerned, they ARE symbolic of the twelve tribes of Israel, so this is a chapter about the TRUE Church of God, or SPIRITUAL Israel. But if you get into the twelve stars that God is talking about here, He's talking about the twelve tribes of Israel. God uses them and gives them a commission to this world. They're not the favorite people of God. They're COMMISSIONED to do something, and they fail very badly in fulfilling that commission that God wanted them to. There are three nations in particular that God is very upset with, and they are the two birthright nations, America and Britain, AND the scepter nation, the Jewish nation in the Middle East. And you can read and prove all that in our book on the United States and Britain and prophecy, and of course, all of our literature is free. If you don't have that book, please write for it or request it, and we'll send it to you right away. Notice verse two, well, read that, and she being with child, cried, travailing in birth, and pain to be delivered. And then verse three, and there appeared another wonder in heaven or sign in heaven and behold a great red dragon a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his heads now that's really about really the uh all of these beast powers over the years from uh many many years ago even before Christ came up to this earth but Christ is emphasizing one main world-ruling power, and that is the Roman Empire, who had uh, those ten kings, or ten uh, horns as it says here, right on down to uh, the Second Coming of Christ, but the last seven of of those horns are called the Holy Roman Empire. So God is telling us how Satan uses the the Roman Empire in a very devious and evil way. So they have, but they've had a lot of power in this world. So we need to keep all of that in mind. Now, in verse three, it says, uh, "Well, I'll just add to it that uh, you have the uh, Roman Empire punishing and always." Uh, Causing a lot of problems to God's true church. That's what it. That's why it contrasts the two here in the beginning of Revelation 12. We have to understand that uh, Satan is a great enemy not only of the 12 tribes of Israel, but of uh, most of all to God's spiritual church or spiritual Israel. That's what Satan hates most of all, and you go it goes on to talk about uh, verse four and, uh, and you 'll see here uh, how deceptive Satan is, and he uses that that Roman Empire as a tool, his number one tool in this world and then verse four says he he turns all of the uh, one-third of the angels that were with him, he turned every single one of them to rebel against God. Now, he has POWER like that, and those are POWERFUL spirit beings whose faces shine like the sun as well, and God created them. But notice what it says in verse 4, And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. So Satan was right there ready to devour Jesus Christ when He was born to Mary and begotten and by God the Father Himself, a most inspiring bit of truth. So. Let's go on down and read now in uh, verses 5 and 6. You can see that they they were trying to destroy Christ, and uh, His family took Him to Egypt. God led them to do that because Herod was killing ALL the babies from two age of uh, two down to uh, the beginning of their life. And that's how DESPERATE he was to make sure this coming king that the Jews were hearing about was uh, killed, put to death, but God took them to Egypt. Now, He could have protected him in another way, but God took him out of the way of all this violence and these terrible things that are going on here at this time. God's people are certainly uh, turning away in this end time, as they did anciently, and God is talking about this here. But then we go on down to verse six, and we'll see uh and that's actually t- getting into the uh middle ages, and it talks about twelve hundred and sixty years uh, twelve hundred and sixty days, a day for a year, and prophecy fulfilled talked about in numbers, but anyhow it's twelve hundred and sixty years that God's church had to run for their lives, and most of that was uh from the Roman Empire, they had to run for their lives and get out of that Roman Empire as much as they could to save their lives. Now, that's that's what the Roman Empire has done over the ages. They have put and martyred God's people, and it talks about that here in Revelation as well. So. Uh, There is a certain duality here. There's another 1260 days talked about in Revelation right at the very end time, but that is LITERALLY 1260 days, only three and one-half years that God is going to punish Israel if they don't repent of their sins, especially those three nations I talked to you about. God wants them to HEAR this message and AVOID that catastrophe. But Satan is doing everything he can to cause a lot of problems in the nations of Israel. And verse 7 is where it gets even worse. This is AFTER that, those 1260 years, and here's what it says, And there was a WAR in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought, and his angels are demons. So here was once again. Satan trying to OVERTHROW God and RULE the universe! Now, he has a lot of POWER! People don't really understand that. I'm talking about religious people because the whole world has been deceived! Why? How does that happen? Well, look at the POWER of this being! Look at the POWER that he has to really, literally try to overthrow God and do great damage to the universe! In the process, and yet God hurled him right back to this earth. And now, all of those demons, along with Satan, the devil, are confined to this earth. They can no longer go beyond this earth, in the heavens, over this earth. They can't do it because God is punishing them and really punishing the earth for their sins. The people here that are, well, turning away from God. You can find, find out more about that in Isaiah 14, where Satan tried to just knock God off his throne. So it's been done before, and uh, Ezekiel 28 also talks about this. You can see what uh, God said his heart was lifted up, and He had to hurl him back down to this Earth. And, uh, and He said in Isaiah 14 and verse 14, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, I will be like the Most High. And He made the Earth, it goes on to say in verse 16, He made the Earth to TREMBLE! This is a POWERFUL being, POWERFUL! What can that being do with all that power against humanity? And what HAS He done throughout the ages? Verse 8 says, And prevailed." they didn't prevail, neither was their place found any more in heaven. They were just kicked out of heaven, and everybody in heaven rejoiced just to get, out, get rid of him. And he, they're, but they're ALL here on this Earth, CONFINED to this Earth, and Satan is in his FULL WRATH! We'll see in just a moment in verse 12. And you can see why we're having all these problems around us like we've never, ever experienced before, and how many people would understand what this is all about! It's about about Satan the devil, and he's full of wrath, and he KNOWS his time is short. It's ALMOST time for Jesus Christ to return. That's why he's so full of wrath! He knows he's going to be sent into outer darkness at that time. Throughout the millennium, he'll be there. Well, in verse 9, it says, And the great dragon was cast out, the old serpent called the devil. Here's a great dragon, the old serpent called the devil. And Satan, which deceives the whole world, he was cast out into the earth, and his demons were cast out with him. Now, why is it that Satan can deceive the whole world? How does he do that? How is that possible? Well, do you know people, do you honestly know people that understand Satan, the devil, as I'm explaining to you today right out of your own Bible? If you have a Bible, and many, most people do, and what, are, what, what is going on here? Well, verse 10 says, And I heard a loud voice, saying, In heaven now is come salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God, and the power of His Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. The accuser of our brethren. He's accusing them day and night. He just wants to do everything he can to destroy them. Now, the, uh, the word brethren certainly refers to God's Family, but this is dual, and if you read the definition of uh, brethren, you'll see that. And, and I'll uh, just refer you to-well, uh, uh, first of all, let me just define what this brethren means. It means uh, a brother, near or remote, so that's Strong's definition of brethren. So this is not talking just about SPIRITUAL brethren, it's talking about the Israelites, all of them being brothers, those twelve stars, those twelve tribes. It's talking about them as well, and one of the definitions here is SPEAKING of Israelites. Yeah, the whole uh, twelve tribes, the same people, and some of them are same and believers. But you can read in Acts 28 and verse 17 where Paul talked about his brethren, and it, it, he was talking about the, uh, the Israelites and the Jews in this case. They are brothers, twelve tribes are all brothers, the sons of Jacob. So we, we, you, and you can check in your Bible and see where uh, uh, that, that is, is uh, stated many times just like that. But I want to also talk to you about the word accuse, uh, which is important as well. That's from, this is from the Thayer's Greek-English Lexicon of the New Testament. It says uh, to speak against in court, in the assembly of the people. It can be a court case, and it's much vehemently of extrajudicial accusation. We had to fight against, against an evil source for six years, and it happens when you have the truth of God. You do have problems like that, but it can also just be, be suggesting a, a public uh, hostility. But anyhow, just being accused all the time. Christ was accused REPEATEDLY, just DAILY almost. And so was Paul in many ways, and so were ALL the Apostles. But notice what it says in verse 12, Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell in them, woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea! For the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has but a short time. Now, do you think when people read that, that really does strike fear in them? Let me read part of this again, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea! For the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he KNOWS that he has but a short time. He KNOWS Christ is about to return, and He's going to be sent into outer darkness, and it fills Him with WRATH like He's never had before! NEVER, EVER had before! So what uh, what are we to uh, to do with this. How many people do you know that look at that verse and it really does strike fear in them? I mean, we're talking about a powerhouse here, a being with awesome power, so awesome that he tries to kick God off his throne. What would he do to a little man without God's protection? What would he do? Well, now that's a good question. We need to have fear of Satan the devil and how many people know this being really know him and understand him and understand the that what God says about him now this is God's word it's not mine and this came not even from Jesus Christ it came from God the Father and he gave it to Jesus Christ to deliver have an angel deliver it to us and then John of course had a direct role in this, and he was the one that was it was revealed to him, and he wrote it down in the book of Revelation. But notice what it says in verse 13, And when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman, which brought forth the man-child. Now, okay, when the dragon saw that he was cast to the earth, well, how are you going to know when he was cast down? Think about that. How are you going to know? The ONLY way you're going to know is by fruits, because God doesn't tell us. So what happens when the FIRST thing after he's cast down to this Earth? Well, he, he ATTACKED the spiritual Israel, or God's true Church, and he turned 95 percent of them away from God in about three years! Now that is history, and you can prove it. And I wish more people would. I really, really do. But look, you you can only understand this by looking to the fruits. Where did this happen? And and uh, why did it happen? And does Satan have that kind of power? Well, don't you think that's how he deceives people? Because he has all this power, and human beings sometimes will even joke about Satan the devil because he's so unreal to them but that's a big big mistake a big mistake let me give you a quote here from a bit of the worldwide church of god history and I want to just tell you what happened In 1986 they had a 182 million dollar income 87 192 million 1988 201 million 1989, $212 million. 1990, $211 million. That's almost a billion dollars! They still, you see, again, they had all, all that money that was coming in, and really it was a result of Herbert W. Armstrong's work for the most part. Mainly it came because of Herbert W. Armstrong, but then they began to do away and disagreed with all of his doctrines. And now all of their work is virtually unseen, because it's so small. Now, we disagree with it, turning away from what Herbert W. Armstrong taught. They even sold the beautiful auditorium that God inspired Mr. Armstrong to build. It cost about 40 million dollars when he built it. I'll tell you, it's a, today it would be worth even more because of the quality of it, I think, although it HAS been degenerated somewhat. Verse 14, And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness into her place, where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. Well, how about that? You see, all this trouble is coming on the world, but God says, Those people who are loyal to Me, and who are COMMITTED to, his, to, to My work, God says, I will protect them. I will protect them, and He has a PLACE! I'm sure it's already chosen. I don't know if it's prepared or not, but it WILL be when God's people need it. It WILL be! God PROMISES that, to protect us from Satan, the devil, and all his power. Look at this power! Let's read verses 15 and 16. And the serpent cast out of the mouth water as a flood. That's symbolic of an army. And they were going AFTER the woman, that escaping woman going to a place of protection, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. He was trying to kill the whole body of God's people. That's happened in past times, almost totally. And it's going to happen again if we don't wake up and see what God is doing. We have to LEARN these things, but God has given us all this LIGHT! He just filled the Church with LIGHT, the sun and the moon and the stars! He's talking about the LIGHT of God! He, he has a message that should fill this Earth and this world with, with wonderful truth that would bring happiness and joy and peace and abundant! prosperity. But it, well, men rebel and the earth helped the woman, God, you see, He's there to help us in any way we need help, and the earth opened up her mouth, and swallowed up the army, it could read, which the dragon cast out of his mouth. So how does Satan deceive the whole world? It's because the world does not KNOW Satan! They don't KNOW him in all of his power and MIGHT! And God says in Revelation 3 and verse 21, we have to overcome Satan as Christ Himself did! And we can do that! And if we do, God is going to protect us, and He's going to reward us like no people will ever be rewarded again, forever! Until next week, this is Gerald Flurry, goodbye, friends!
0: This world is a violent nightmare because of the vicious attacks of an evil spirit being. Learn how the devil is so effective at deceiving the whole world into living his way of lawlessness and destruction. Did you know that all humans come into contact with the spirit world every single day, even if they don't realize it? Request our free book, Mystery of the Ages, to understand the light and dark sides of the spirit realm. Our planet is populated by millions of righteous angels, but also by millions of perverted demons. They wage war daily all around us. Learn why God created angels and why a third of them rebelled. Understand the composition, capabilities, and mind power of the angels and demons. Uncover the truth about the powerful rulers of both of these formidable spiritual armies. Discover the astounding purpose of angels and unlock your incredible human potential. Studying Mystery of the Ages will change your life. While Mystery of the Ages tells the riveting story of the angels and demons, this book also discusses six other tremendous mysteries. Mankind has never understood God, the human mind, civilization, Israel, the Church, or the Kingdom of God, but you can. Also request Gerald Flurry's free book, The True History of God's True Church. The 2000-year history of the One True Church is stranger than any fiction. It is a dramatic tale of spiritual warfare, of true Christians boldly fending off Satan's furious persecution. But the sad fact is, five of the seven church eras have fallen away from God, proving the power of the devil. Learn how a power far greater than Satan backs the church and will even save our lives from spiritual destruction, if we allow it. Discover the heroes of church history and the lessons they teach Christians today. Study the true history of God's true church to be sobered and inspired. All our literature is available free of charge at no cost or obligation to you. Request Mystery of the Ages and the True History of God's True Church. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. All our literature is available free of charge at no cost or obligation to you. Request Mystery of the Ages and the True History of God's True Church. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629.